0: no
1: playing hello everyone and welcome to d20 dudes a tabletop role-playing podcast where the die decides our topic i am dylan
0: and i'm ari with a k what
1: what 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 (laughs) Hmm. all right today we are going to talk about paladins and pathfinder the pathfinder paladins which i Kind of don't like. They're like they the Ultramarines of Pathfinder. Yeah, like, it's like they they just kind of show up and they can, like, do everything. And not only can they do everything, but they're also, like, pretty good at doing everything. So, like, just make a party of paladins and you just win the game. But, I don't know. Unless They've got they some find, cool
0: stuff. Unless they find a locked door that they can't Ooh. break down.
1: I mean, Maybe. Until, like, I don't know, I'm pretty sure at a certain level of Paladin will just be like, I cast Open Door or some shit. Like, Paladins are spellcasters, Paladins are, are fighters, they're healers, they just do, they do it all. Unless they, um, unless they make a bad life choice, and then Daddy takes their car keys away. But, we will begin, same as always, um, Paladins serve as beacons for their allies within the chaos of battle. While deadly opponents of evil, they can also empower the goodly souls to aid their crusades. Their magic, and martial, ma, ma, their magic and martial skills also make them well-suited to defending others and blessing the fallen with the strength to continue fighting. Their alignment is lawful good, unless you pick certain archetypes. Uh, they have a d10 hit die. Their starting wealth is 5d6 times 10. Their class skills are craft, diplomacy, handle animal, heal, knowledge, nobility, knowledge, religion, Profession, Ride, Sense, Motive, and Spellcraft, and they gain two plus intelligence modifiers, skill ranks per level.
0: So potentially zero.
1: Potentially zero. There are some very stupid paladins, and Lots not of stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's that's such a problem. That is such a problem. Paladins are proficient with all simple and martial weapons, and with all types of armor and all shields except tower shields. At level one, a paladin gains the Aura of Good. Uh, with an aura level equal to their level, their paladin level. So, like, if somebody casts Detect Good, like, they just start glowing. Like, very obviously good. Uh, And at will, paladins can use Detect Evil as the spell. And as a move action, they can concentrate on a single item or individual within 60 feet and determine if it is evil, learning the strength of its aura as if having studied it for three rounds. While focusing on one individual or object, a paladin does not detect evil in any other object, or individual within range. They also gain Smite Evil once per day. A paladin can call out to the powers of good to aid her in her struggle against evil. As a swift action, the paladin chooses one target within sight to Smite. If the target is evil, the paladin will add her Charisma bonus, if any, to her attack rolls, and adds her paladin level to all damage rolls made against the target of her Smite. If the target of Smite Evil is an outsider with the evil subtype, an evil-aligned dragon, or an undead creature, the bonus damage on the first successful attack increases to 2 points of damage per level the Paladin possesses. Regardless of the target, Smite Evil attacks automatically bypass any DR the creature might possess. In addition, while Smite Evil is in effect, the Paladin gains a deflection bonus equal to her Charisma modifier to her AC against attacks made by the target of the Smite. If the Paladin targets a creature that is not evil, the Smite is wasted with no effect. The smite evil effect remains until the target of the smite is dead or the next time the paladin rests and regains her uses of this ability. At fourth level and every three levels thereafter, the paladin may smite evil one additional time per day to a maximum of seven times per day at 19th level. Hooray! Smite is a little busted. Like, it's not even like, oh, it has to be undead or like an evil. Like anything that is evil, which is like most enemies in the game, are gonna be evil, unless you're playing an evil campaign or something, but, like, as as a generality, most things are evil, and it just means your damage is gonna, gonna be big, huge. You're gonna do big, there huge are, damage.
0: There are quite a few neutral or, uh, unaligned things you can fight, though. Like I if suppose, you're in the forest. I
1: mean, yeah, I guess Pathfinder 1 suffers from being ancient, so <laughs> there's just so much shit in it now. But just kind of as a generality, like... Especially for newer players, like, they're gonna go with, like, you're the good guys, they're the evil guys. That's, that's kind of, like, a very safe starting place. And it makes Paladins very strong. Just right out of the gate. Uh, at second level, a Paladin gains a bonus equal to her Charisma bonus on all saving throws. Can also be pretty busted if you stack Charisma. Beginning at second level, a Paladin can heal wounds, her or those of another's. By touch, each day she can use this ability a number of times equal to half her paladin level plus her charisma modifier. With one use of this ability, a paladin can heal 1d6 points of damage for every two paladin levels she possesses. Using this ability is a standard action, lest the paladin targets herself, in which case it is a swift action. Despite the name of this ability, the paladin only needs one free hand to use it. Alternatively, a paladin can use his healing power to deal damage to undead creatures, dealing 1d6 points of damage for every two levels the paladin possesses. Using Lay on Hands in this way requires a successful melee touch attack and doesn't provoke an attack of opportunity. Undead do not receive a saving throw against this damage. Go touch the zombie. At third level, a paladin is immune to fear, magical or otherwise. Each ally within 10 feet of her gains a plus 4 morale bonus on saving throws against fear effects. This ability functions only while the paladin is conscious, not if she is unconscious or dead. So, you know, if you have an unconscious paladin, that's when they get afraid.
0: (laughs) Back to, uh... On hands, real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a supernatural ability, which means it doesn't provoke attacks of opportunity, and it isn't subject to spell resistance, counter spells, or dispel magic. However, they don't function in anti magic areas. Just anti- thought that was interesting. Magic
1: is the bane of my existence. At third level, a paladin is immune to all diseases, including supernatural and magical diseases, including mummy rot, which, which I think is a actually curse, a curse. Yeah. Like, that's that's also fucked up. It, like, it starts taking a lot of these things that make interesting mechanical effects, and they're like, nah, Paladin just uh, doesn't care. It's
0: because Mami-Ra is both a curse and a disease, so you can't be I, cursed if you can't contract the disease, and vice versa. I suppose.
1: Versa. I suppose. I still think it's a bit much. At third level, and every three levels thereafter, a Paladin can select one Mercy. Each Mercy adds an effect to the Paladin's Lay on Hands ability. Whenever the Paladin uses Lay on Hands to heal damage to one target, the target also receives the additional effects from all of the Mercies possessed by the Paladin. A Mercy can remove a condition caused by a curse, disease, or poison without curing the Affliction. Such conditions retur- return after one hour unless the Mercy actually removes the Affliction that causes the condition. This one's long, so strap in, folks. At third don't level, we just the Paladin...
0: couple? Instead uh, of sure. listing we'll... them all off, all
1: right. we can we'll... pick we'll... one
0: from the list.
1: All right, yeah, let's do that. You, you go first.
0: I go first. You go first. Uh well, I like shaken. The target's no longer shaken.
1: Or riled. The paladin's lay on hand also acts as calm emotions, but only for the purpose of suppressing morale bonuses, such as from the rage spell and emotion effects that aren't fear effects. Use the paladin's level as the caster level. At third level, is for that.
0: At At 6th level, you go first. I go first. Well, that's why I was saying at 6th level, but then you to me, and then I got scared. Go first. Ooh. Well, there's Haunted. The Paladin's Land Hands also acts as protection from evil, but only for the purpose of allowing a new saving throw against enchantment charm and enchantment compulsion effects, making the target immune to any attempts to possess or exercise mental control over the target or preventing a life force from controlling the target All all as described in the second effect of protection from evil.
1: It's also enfeebled. The paladin dispels any magical effects that are reducing one of the target's ability scores.
0: Yeah, ninth level. Let's see. Ooh, there's restorative. Restorative? Restorative. The target heals (laughs) 1d4 points of ability damage from a single ability score of the paladin's choosing. Ooh, the paladin gets to choose the ability damage to heal. The Paladin must have the Enfeebled Mercy before selecting this Mercy.
1: The Paladin's Lay on Hand can also act to remove curses using the Paladin's level as a caster level, which is pretty good. Curses can be bad. Curses can be real bad.
0: Like Mummy Rot.
1: Yeah, like Mummy Rot. Specifically Mummy Rot.
0: Then let's see if for 12th level, Ensorcelled. And, and That's a fun one to say. That
1: is just a fun word to say.
0: Ensorcelled. <laughs> The Paladin's Lay on Hands also acts as Dispel Magic using the Paladin's level as her caster level, maximum 20.
1: The Paladin's Lay on Hands can also act as Regenerate, but only for the purpose of regrowing severed body members. Oh, that's a what wh- phrasing? Broken bones and ruined organs. The Paladin must have the Injured Mercy before she can select this Mercy.
0: The Injured Mercy is a ninth level one that gives the target fast healing three for a number of rounds equal to half the Paladin's level.
1: And these are all cumulative. For every mercy you have, you can do all of these things. As long as you've picked them.
0: You can ensorcel.
1: Ensorceled. Ensorceled. <laughs> channel positive energy. When a paladin reaches 4th level, she gains the supernatural ability to channel positive energy like a cleric. Using this ability consumes cont- contumes two doses of her Lay on Hands ability. A paladin uses her level as her effective cleric level when channeling positive energy, and this is a charisma-based ability. Beginning at fourth level, the paladin also gains the ability to cast a small number of divine spells, which are drawn from the paladin spell list. A paladin must choose and prepare her spells in advance. To prepare or cast a spell, a paladin... Yeah, we, we've been over divine spell casting. Pick your spells. You have those that one that day.
0: So, uh... So, Dylan. Yeah? Guess what's not on the paladin spell list?
1: Um in biggin PP.
0: Uh, well, probably that. But specifically, open-close. Which means a locked door still blocks a paladin.
1: Not if you have enough of them. If you have a paladin a you'll get through any door eventually.
0: So, uh, what do we get at 5th level? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Upon reaching 5th level, a paladin forms a divine bond with her god. This bond can take one of two forms. Once the form is chosen, it cannot be changed. This one's also kind of long, so buckle up. The first type of bond allows the paladin to enhance her weapon as a standard action by calling upon the aid of a celestial spirit for one minute per paladin level. When called, the spirit, it causes the weapon to shed light as a torch. At 5th level, the spirit grants the weapon a plus 1 enhancement bonus. You know, the level you get it at. For every three levels beyond 5th, the weapon gains another plus 1 enhancement bonus to a maximum of plus 6 at 20th level. These bonuses can be added to the weapon, stacking with existing weapon bonuses to a maximum of plus 5, or they can be used to add any of the following weapon properties. Axiomatic, Brilliant Energy, Defending, Disruption, Flaming, Flaming Burst, Holy, Keen, Merciful, and Speed. Adding these properties consumes an amount of bonus equal to the property's cost. These bonuses are added to any properties the weapon already has, but duplicate abilities do not stack. If the weapon is not magical, at least a plus one enhancement bonus must be added before any other properties can be added. The bonus and properties granted by the spirit are determined when the spirit is called and cannot be changed until the spirit is called again. The Celestial Celestial Spirit imparts no bonuses if the weapon is held by anyone other than the Paladin, but resumes giving its bonuses if returned to the Paladin. These bonuses apply to only one end of a double weapon. A Paladin can use this ability once per day at 5th level, and one additional time per day for every 4 levels beyond 5th, to a total of 4 times per day at 17th level. If a bonded weapon with a Celestial Spirit is destroyed, the Paladin loses the use of this ability for 30 days, or until she gains a level, whichever comes first. During this 30-day period, the Paladin takes a minus-one penalty on attack and weapon damage rolls.
0: Oh no, not a minus-one.
1: Anything but a minus-one.
0: I can sum up the second type. Go for it. You get a very, very smart animal companion that's also a mount.
1: Usually a horse. It could be an elk, or, or a, a giraffe, giraffe.
0: <laughs> or a, a giraffe. You hippus.
1: I don't know what that G-U-Hippus. is. I don't, I don't know, know
0: what
1: it is either. It, it, it says hippus, which makes me think hippopotamus. And once per day, as full round action, a paladin may magically call her mount to her side. At 11th level, the mount gains the mount, not the mound, just a mound of dirt. A paladin can just summon dirt. At 11th level, the mount gains a celestial creature simple template and becomes a magical beast for determining which spells affect it. At 15th level, a paladin's mount gains spell 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 resistance equal to the paladin's level plus 11. Should the paladin's mount die, the paladin may not summon another for 30 days or until she gains a level, whichever, dir- whichever comes first. During this 30-day period, the paladin takes a minus one penalty on attack and weapon damage rolls.
0: Oh, no, not a minus one.
1: Anything but the minus one. We're not going to talk like about the variants. Not doing an, it.
0: An Eohippus is uh, an extinct group of mammals that were known as the first horses, i.e., uh-huh. they're horse dinosaurs.
1: Horsosaurus. At eighth level, a paladin is immune to all charm spells and spell-like abilities. Each ally within 10 feet of her gains a plus 4 morale bonus on saving throws against charm effects. Again, only while she is conscious. You can charm that paladin if she is unconscious.
0: At 11th level, you get the aura of justice. Like Batman. Yes. I don't think Batman's a paladin.
1: Uh, Dark Knight. That's a joke. It's funny.
0: Ha. Ha. <laughs>
1: Uh. A paladin can expend two uses of her smite evil ability to grant the ability to smite evil to allies within 10 feet using her bonuses. Allies must use the smite evil ability by the start of the paladin's next turn, and the bonuses last for one minute. Using this ability as a free action, evil creatures gain no benefit. So, fuck you with I guess.
0: Let's just make my party broken, too. (laughs)
1: Mm-hmm. At 14th level, a paladin's weapons are treated as good-aligned for the purposes of overcoming damage reduction. Any attack made against an enemy within 10 feet of her is treated as good-aligned for the purposes of overcoming damage reduction. Still the unconscious or dead thing. Which... I I would assume that a paladin will not be able to give you bonuses if they're dead. Like, I don't... I don't think that needs to be specified. I'm not going to carry a paladin corpse around. Because it makes my my weapons good-aligned regardless.
0: But he Dylan at 17th level, the new aura also only functions while the Paladin is conscious.
1: But what if they're dead?
0: But then they're not conscious.
1: But does it work if they're dead?
0: I don't think so, because it says that it doesn't work if they're dead.
1: Sure enough. At 17th level, a Paladin gains DR5 evil and immunity to compulsion effects, compulsion spells, and spell-like abilities. Each ally within 10 feet of her also gains a plus-4 morale bonus on saving throws against compulsion effects. Just auras for days. Like By the time the paladin gets to this level, they're probably shining like the sun. You want to do the capstone, Ari? Mm, Which one? The level 20 ability, the capstone.
0: Yeah, but there's the capstone and then the alternative capstone.
1: There's only one. We can do both.
0: Okay. Uh, Let's see here. Level 20, you get what is called the Holy Champion, where the paladin becomes a conduit for the power of her god. Her DR increases to 10 evil. Whenever she uses smite evil and successfully strikes an evil outsider, the outsider is also subject to a banishment. Using her paladin level as the caster level, her weapon and holy symbol automatically count as objects that the subject hates. After the banishment effect and the damage from the attack is resolved, the smite immediately ends. In addition, whenever she channels positive energy, or uses late on hands to heal a creature, she heals the maximum possible amount.
1: So take all that stuff that makes them overpowered and make them more overpowered. Alternatively, uh, Crusader Champion. At 20th level, the Paladin's zeal is so inspiring that it affects all around her. The ranges of all her Paladin's auras increase by 30 feet. It's like, like sucks one. by comparison.
0: But it's so much simpler.
1: It is, but it's like Cool. Um, your Febreze goes a little farther. I like it. Paladins are subject to a code of conduct. A paladin must be lawful good alignment and loses all class features except proficiencies if she ever willingly commits an evil act. Additionally, a paladin's code requires that she respect legitimate authority, act with honor, not lying, cheating, or using poison and so forth. Help those in need, provided they do not use the help for evil or chaotic ends, and punish those who harm or threaten innocence. While she may adventure with good or neutral allies, a paladin avoids working with evil characters or anyone who consistently offends her moral code. Under exceptional circumstances, a paladin can ally with evil associates, but only to defeat what she believes to be a greater evil. A paladin should seek an atonement spiel spiel periodically during such an unusual alliance, and should end the alliance immediately should she feel it is doing more harm than good, A paladin may accept only henchmen, followers, or cohorts who are lawful good. A paladin who ceases to be lawful good, who willfully commits an evil act, or who violates the Code of Conduct, loses all paladin spells and class features, including the services of the paladin's mount, but not weapon, armor, or shield proficiencies. She may not progress any further in levels as a paladin, and she regains her abilities and advancement potential if she atones for her violation as appropriate. I see a lot of people... I've seen like a lot of stories online about GMs who just hate Paladins so much that they will immediately seek to fuck over any Paladin that is in their group.
0: Boo.
1: Yeah, so like, I'm not the biggest fan of Paladins, but I'm not going to like go out of my way to ruin a player's good time if they're playing a Paladin.
0: It's not the Paladin's fault, it's the player's fault. Just axe the player, keep the Paladin. Yeah,
1: just kill them. <laughs> um... It, that just seems spiteful and malicious, and that's just not that's not a good look, ever. Um, Especially, like, whenever it does specifically say, like, the paladin has to intentionally commit an evil act. Like, if a paladin kills a pirate, and that pirate falls down the side of the ship, and a child happens to be leaning out the side that the paladin could not have seen, the pirate corpse... Snaps the child's neck and kills it too. The paladin doesn't lose their abilities for that. Because they did not know that child was there. They would not have done that if they knew the child was there. And that's no, not a God good reason. they
0: would still be unhappy, but it's not going to take away their powers.
1: Yeah, like, accidents happen. God, like, you can't, you're not omnipotent. You're not omniscient. You're just a paladin. You're just almost omniscient. So, tell me, tell me about some paladins you know, Ari. Because I have had exactly one paladin I've had to consistently deal with, and he's a whole fucking thing.
0: I actually haven't had a lot of paladins in my game. And as much as I love them, I haven't played one yet. But uh, I know of two famous paladins. um, Not famous in the game. uh, Famous as in played by uh, podcasters. Mm Mm-hmm. It's been a while, but there's one from names. Why am I bad with names? Trailblazers. I can't remember his name.
1: We're going to talk about Dom.
0: Yes, Dom. The best paladin. The goodest boy.
1: Dom is interesting to me. And it comes from a lot of the fact that, like, the Trailblazers boys are very christian like he he is a paladin of the Christian God in Trailblazers. So so much of that was just him being himself, which is not which is a good thing, I think. I think if you can really put yourself into a character, it it helps make the game more fun. Yeah. And and so it was like very interesting to see those interactions with Dom the Paladin, but it's really just it's just Dom.
0: Dom is Dom.
1: Yeah, he's a good dude. Go watch Trailblazers. It's a better podcast than this.
0: Lies, they're equally good
1: it's oh, it's way better. They've already done all of this stuff we're doing. Um you said you had a second one. Tell me about that.
0: The second one is uh from a podcast called The Glass Cannon Network, and the name of the paladin is Sir Willamette Keswick uh of Highbury.
1: and it's a very paladin name
0: it is. The player is also a very paladin person um, where he did the whole traveling with an evil uh, character in the party thing, uh, but also had an arc of sort of being led astray. So it was pretty interesting. Uh, he was a halfling riding a wolf. I think he was also part cavalier at one point. Oof.
1: Cavaliers are a whole thing too. Ooh, um, the the only paladin I've had to, to really deal with, played by also podcast host Zach, is Archibald Methuselah Wobbleboard the Third. Less of a paladin name, but Archie is not what you would call That's a smart name. man.
0: My monk's name's Archie. He is also not smart. <laughs>
1: Um, Archie Solidarity in the Big Dumb. He So part of this, I will say, in terms of like how overpowered he is, is my fault. I did give him a Holy Avenger, and part of that was meant to be it was a cursed Holy Avenger. So it was meant to be one of those, like, oh, you draw the weapon and you have to kill something before you put it back kind of things. And I just forgot to do that. So he just had a Holy Avenger. Oops. And he really just became... I couldn't put undead or evil creatures against them because he would just tear through them in record time. So I really had to come up with like a lot of morally ambiguous enemies for him to fight against so that he couldn't just smite things and they would die immediately. Uh, He also is wearing a suit of armor that he got from a greater devil in the first layer of hell because they went to hell because of course they did and It normally looks like a lapel pin until you speak the command phrase, which he has chosen. The command phrase is, I need to speak with your manager. And then it becomes a full suit of plate armor. Nice. And another group of our party, it's constantly scaring him to the point of shitting his pants. It's become a whole thing. At the beginning of every session, they try and make Archie shit his pants. So it's just like this whole thing where Archie is wearing his plate armor and... If he puts it back on, there's poop in it, and he, he's gross.
0: Wasn't the one uh, session I played with you guys, wasn't he afraid of my character because she was a dark elf or something? Uh,
1: uh, I don't remember. Uh, no, no, no. There was a... um. They know who it is now, but at the time, they didn't know who he was. But th- the person they were traveling with was actually the king who would come to collect them personally after hearing about their exploits. And the king was afraid of Drow because his godmother was a Drow. And she was Gadget. very strict. So he was a bit spooked. But now Archie's then just, an just idiot. like
0: And then my character was like, hey, let's just not kill these undead. Look, they're helping.
1: Yeah, that's a problem they... <laughs> In some pl- in some ways, it's like good role play on their part. Like Archie's kind of gotten to a point where he won't fight goblins on site anymore. He knows that there are some goblins who are part of the king's retinue. There are certain goblin tribes who work for the kingdom, uh, but there are some who not. So he'll always try diplomacy. But we have a fairy in the party who is, well, Archie may be kind of dumb, Miss Cinnamon Whifflestone is very dumb, and will kill all goblins on sight, and is just in so much trouble with the king because of it.
0: Are you saying that uh, not all goblins are evil?
1: They're evil, but Himiko. they're at least you working. Have a nice butt. Okay. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Uh, Himiko decided to stick her butt into my face.
1: Cool. Well, I guess my butt's not nice then. Um, Notice it is. The, the fairy is She knows that all goblins are evil and like all goblins are evil within the context of the campaign too, but it's just that there are some who have, it's like the might makes right mentality. There is one hobgoblin who is kind of like the chief of a bunch of tribes and the king bested him in a wrestling match. So he works for the king. And since he's the biggest and the baddest of all the goblins, any goblins who are part of a tribe that he has control under will work for the king as well because Dems the de rules for the green skins so the king gets upset whenever his goblins are killed
0: just uh have the fairy pay 5 gold tax on every goblin she kills of his
1: oof she would be broke so fast so very oh, fast oh no well, you
0: can't pay the tax guess you're going to jail
1: and that <laughs> the funny part is cinnamon also just really wants to bang the king which is also weird because she is like a tenth of his size
0: enlarged persons a thing
1: it so is so isn't but... reduced person Simmons also dumb, and the king doesn't want to bang the fairy. Anyways, (laughs) that'll be about our time for this week. Uh, Social media stuff. Facebook.com slash d20dudes if you want to visit our Facebook page. Twitter.com, at d20dudes to Twitter if you want to Twitter at us. And we've got a Discord link down in the description, as always, if you want to join the Discord and make fun of me, as most people do. All right, do you have any final thoughts to add before we roll the magical math die?
0: Uh, if you build a paladin, just a bump, charisma, and strength, that's all you need.
1: Yeah, you can literally dump everything else. <laughs> all right, let's roll. Can I roll the die? Oh, yeah, sure, go ahead. That's a 12. A 12. Oh, we're going to talk about Band of Blades. That's an incredibly fun system.
0: Yay, new uh, system!
1: It, it is, it's part of the Forged in the Dark system, which is uh, the system that uh Blades in the Dark first kind of pioneered.
0: The three D six system. And then six is a guaranteed success. Four and five are success with consequence?
1: Yes. Yes. Um it's very cool. It is all about kind of like the, the run from an army of undead and like things are bad. Things are very bad in that game and you're supposed to expect bad things to happen. It's meant to be a lot about how like war is just like a horrible experience. So we'll talk about that one next week. Thank you everyone for listening and we'll catch you in the next one. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.